Hi there, editing Scott here, coming to you live uh, with the power of hindsight uh, to say that this episode of Murray Musings was actually recorded before um, the result of Andy's match in, in the Montpellier tournament this week. Um, so this is a bit of a warning for all Murray fans listening to us um, that, uh, yeah, we, we, we do discuss his draw or his potential draw or what was his potential draw this week. Um, uh, so, yeah, if you, <laughs> if you want to uh, prepare yourself for, for listening to that, um, then, uh, then, yeah, you, you might want to take a minute just to, just to get yourself psyched up for listening. Um, but with that, let's get on with the show. Hi there, guys. Welcome back to yet another episode of Murray Musings, a podcast about the professional tennis player Andy Murray. My name's Scott, and this week I have my co-hosts back. They've come crawling back, having taken time off, having done other things, having got lives of their own outside of just being 100% Andy Murray dedicated uh, Rashmi <laughs> and Peter, my regular co-hosts, we are, are back. back. Yeah, you, you you guys are back. How are you doing, guys? Hi, are you guys. guys doing okay? Yeah, yeah. Doing good. pretty good. We are good. We are good, good. excited to be back. Fantastic. Well, it's very good to have you guys back. But also, we've got another host here as well. Hey! Uh, and it's somebody that we have, of course, <laughs> had on. Yeah, somebody we have had on before. Um, Nari, how are you doing? How are you doing? So glad to have you back hey. again. Doing really good. I'm really happy to be here. Fantastic. Well, we're very, very we're happy, happy to, have, to you. have you. Indeed, yeah. We'll, we'll just have you on every week now. Like, we'll, just, we'll just take you. Yeah, we'll, we'll like, I'm going to take over the show now. For sure. That's fine. Like, you can, you can jump on in and just take on over from us. But, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this episode, guys, because it's, yeah, it's been a while since we've all recorded together. So it should... Uh, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So, yeah, I think what we're going to do is... Um, yeah, we're going to focus on Andy to begin with. And then we're going to cover that that small tournament that's happening in Australia. Or ha- what's happening in Australia, right? We're going to cover that a little bit. What what was that tournament, guys? I don't know what it was. Like, was that Challenger in Australia? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. Like, isn't it like Melbourne Three? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> like, I don't even know what it was. It was just like this small event that was taking place. Like, Andy wasn't in it, so we didn't really mm. like none of us. None of us really watched much of it. So we'll. Uh, yeah, it's irrelevant. It's yeah, it doesn't really matter, does it? Like, it's it's kind of just an event that took place. So yeah, I think. Um, I think to begin with, we're gonna we're gonna focus on Andy though, because you know we're an Andy podcast, so that makes sense. Um, so yeah, where do we want to start, guys? We want to start with uh, with his recent run in Biella. Do we want to start with that? Who who wants to who wants to kick us yeah. off with what's went down there? I can uh, kick us off. Um, so he played uh, Martyr in uh, the first set. Uh, was a stern first test. match. Um, in the first match uh, was a, a good match. Um, he's a good player, um, and so he was the first one that I was like, okay, it's it's going to be a tough draw um, for a challenger event. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I was like, uh, I mean, let's see how he goes. Let's, let's see how, you know, his hip is doing. Pelvic injury should be fine. And he said uh, during the Twitch uh, conversation with uh, Nick, um, that he was gonna be good, so I, oh, yeah. I I was hoping for the best, of course, being optimistic, um, and so he won that match um, 
six seven. It was a close first set, excuse me. Um, and then six two six three, and then just finished it. So, how did y'all think about his form so far? In that in that Marjorie match, I was uh-huh. like so I was like disappointed when he lost the first set. I was like, oh no, Andy, this is gonna be another straight set loss. And then he just came back fighting for the next two sets. I was like, yes, this is yeah. the Andy that I remember. Yeah, typical <laughs> Andy. Yeah, I was really I was really happy to see that he he got a really good test in that first match and he was able to mm. come through and win, which is something that um was really really good to see. Especially now that mm. he's starting to get more consecutive matches and more tests, and he's passing yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I'd I'd agree with that. I think I think my my main memory of that match was like because <laughs> again, like I I've said on this podcast before, like I'm not like a I'm 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 pretty bad for watching challengers. I haven't I haven't really watched that many challengers. So like I was like, oh, they all, they stream all the challengers on the on the website. That's really really good, and it is. It's fantastic. Like free matches. But then, like the quality, like of the of the stream was like potato quality. So I was like, "Is that Andy?" Like I can't tell. I was like squinting at the camera, being like, "Who? Which one? Is that Andy?" Yeah, I think it is. I think that's him. Mm. So, but like once, obviously, I managed to managed to work out who who exactly I was supposed to be looking at. Um, yeah, I I I I felt good. I felt good when the match was over. But like, I I think it took me a little bit of time to realize that maybe it was going to take Andy a little bit of time to, like, find his form again a little bit and kind of settle in. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know about you guys, but after... I don't know if you guys saw what I was tweeting around that... after that match, but I was, like, really emotional after it. I don't know why. But yeah, it was, like, I saw that. His first win after, like, ages on the tour. Well, he won in December, obviously, but it was, like, his first tour win. Not main tour win, but challenger tour win for ages... And I was like, I don't know why. I just, I just started tearing up when he won that because I didn't, I didn't expect him to win it like so easily after that first set. And uh, um, oh, okay. I don't know why, but it was like really emotional. I don't know, I don't know why. <laughs> I still don't know why, but yeah, because yeah. I wasn't that emotional after for like the other matches that he won after that. It was just that one. It's just I, I, I get to see him back. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think I, th- I think part of that like is almost like. Like I, I chatted about this very, very briefly in like the midweek episode of Murray Musings that I did, like um just just before we we recorded this. Like I think it, I think it's almost like because like f- for me anyway, like I I know exactly what you mean, like because it's like seeing Andy out there like playing in like, you know, it kind of looked a bit like a sports hall, like and it kind of like it, it looked like a it's like a, a I don't want to say a step down, but like it's it literally is like the Challenger Tour is like a level below the ATP Tour, and it's like you see Andy still out there competing. Like, this is a guy who's played on, like, the biggest stages and, like, the biggest, like, stadiums and the biggest finals. And yet, like, here he is still slogging it out, you know? Like, still going out there because he, like, he, he, he thinks and, he, you know, he believes that he's got more to give to the game, you know? So yep. I think, like, you know, mm. it, it will be it will be, it will will be, be fantastic to see him back on the tour, like, next week, which we will go on to, to chat about after we cover this, but... I think for me it was just a sense of like this is a guy who clearly loves 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 the sport you know um, which is it sounds ridiculous to say but like we don't I don't know if we talk about it enough we're like who's the best tennis player all the time but like Andy Murray just loves tennis like he loves it and it's like mm. for me it was just to see him like competing out there on like a really small court like in front of like no fans and yeah really yeah I know exactly what you mean Rashmi it was kind of a like it was kind of an emotional moment to be like he's back but like he's like on a yeah smaller stage, smaller stage for me. I think was was what got me a little bit. But yeah, happy to see him get the win. Happy to see him get the win there. 
What was yeah, the next so match next, after that? Yeah, he faced uh, Maroney um, and then yeah. uh, Rola. Mm. Um, I honestly have not heard of those two tennis players. So was Maroney, so. was that the one where it was like the weird line calling? Oh my God, the line calling in that match was horrendous. Was that that one? I could barely see the line calling um, (laughs) because of the bright, uh, like, tannish colors. So I was just like, "Eh, and And I just looked at the score after it went through. Yeah. Um, I believe there was um, an incident in uh, either uh, Marchenko or Borg's match. Um, where was it Borgs? I don't even remember but... which one it was. Where... Yeah, yeah, I, I think... don't remember the other. I think it was all of them, to be honest. Andy was like having an yeah. issue with line calling for every well, one of them, but I think yeah. it was one in particular where True he was like really pissed off. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think I think it was also that kind of sense of like obviously that there's no like Hawkeye on like challenger events or anything like that. Like, yep. Um, and like, <laughs> like also we can't see the line calls because of like you know like the quality of the stream. Like I don't want to rag on about that, but like it was a bad quality stream. So it was like I, I can't tell. Was it? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, honestly, mm. I emphasize with Andy because I play a lot of high school tennis. And there's no Hawkeye there either. <laughs> and there's lots and lots and lots of disputes and awkward moments. So when yeah. I saw that happening with Andy, I was like, me too, me too. <laughs> you could relate. <laughs> you were like, yeah. I could yeah. definitely relate. <laughs> um, well, I didn't have an umpire to go <laughs> yeah, um, get bothered about the call. I had to go. We It's just me and the other person just yeah. like trying to figure out what to do. <laughs> I think, um, but like I was definitely a bit like you, Peter. Like I, I, I never really like I again. Like I never really heard of like these two players, so I wasn't quite sure what to expect. But um, yeah, yeah, just good, good to see him get the win, like the wins in those two matches. Like it was just yeah, yeah, good to see him get through them. Cause were they they were straight sets, weren't they? Is that right? I think they were. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Give yeah. me a second. No, no, um, you're fine. I think yeah, it was. he won six four six four against Maroney, mm. and then six four seven six that got a little bit tighter um and that was a good match against uh rolla um 11 9 yeah um in the tie yeah break. that was that was that that tiebreaker was really nerve-wracking was, and that yeah. was rolla was the one who kept screaming oh my god he just kept yelling oh, yeah. yeah whenever okay. he won points he just kept yelling it was really odd intense <laughs> like, i didn't and you could hear you could hear you could hear them like because the, the hall was like not empty but it was pretty much empty and you could hear and Rola just yelling, and then Andy going, "Come on!" And then they were like, it was like a back and forth yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was really funny. It was such a yeah, it was like a screaming match, wasn't it? <laughs> I was. Like, yeah, I think it was good for Andy because yeah. he could really like let his passion out and sure. let his like yeah his emotions kind of go into his tennis. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely yeah, yeah. good to see. Yeah, you but, could see that. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, his next was, match was it Borg next? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, Borg who. Oh my gosh. Who he's played before, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, he yeah. played him at so... the French Open in 2016. Right. It was 6-2, 2-6, mm. 4-6, and then Andy came back 6-2, 6-3 in typical Murray Coaster fashion. So that was a tough one to watch back then, but thankfully it wasn't as hard uh, this time. <laughs> he got a bagel, right? Where... Exactly, he bageled him six zero seven five. Yeah, so that, that was a whole lot more comfortable. Yeah, I I I was worried about it was that. Fun badge. to watch that. Yeah, I was worried about that badge because I was like, oh my gosh, because that was yeah, like I I remember like his 
his match against him at the French Open because was that I think that was in one of the first two rounds because that, that was the year that he reached the final right but like he reached the final but in his first two matches yeah. he had two five setters so it was like oh god like how's this one gonna go for him <laughs> but then yeah I thought his performance in that match was probably I would probably say that was probably his best performance of the week right like in my opinion like I yeah. thought yeah. Yeah, just oh, given yeah. the, given the context and his opponent like yeah I think he played. He played his best tennis in that match, I think. Um, just, yeah, really aggressive, good off the ground. Um, yeah, was, was really happy to see him play that match, to be honest, which, um, yeah, it's why his, like, performance then in the next match, in the final, was a little bit, like, <laughs> a little bit sad, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I, I wasn't sad, but I don't know. Like, what, what did you guys think of the final match? Uh, well, I was disappointed with the final result but i think that the fact that he got to the final was amazing mm-hmm. and it was such a good result i think it was a good result we walked okay. away from this tournament um and i'm trying to be like positive about mm-hmm. it so now we can go into the next tournament mm-hmm. with a lot more match play a lot more confidence so maybe he can win the next tournament yeah. he goes into for just kind of going up in the levels during that match, I was, like, thinking, this is a lot like the, the Wawrinka match <laughs> at the French Open. Andy had no emotion. He was not fist-bumping, was not saying, come on, nothing. He It was just flat, and I was just a bit sad about that because I thought <laughs> after that, that French Open match that this wouldn't happen again. But I, I guess he was a bit fatigued after playing so many matches in the week and having not played and having just had COVID and all that kind of thing. Like, he's been through a lot in the past few weeks so I think past few months so I think uh, he deserved to have but like, he didn't deserve like if he deserved to have one bad match like it's okay yeah um if he had one bad match uh it's fine uh and it's okay it's, it's the challenger final it's not the end of the world but I was a bit a bit sad about it and I was a bit sad about the way Marshenko handled handled the win but <laughs> I mean, it was a bit controversial but yeah yeah uh, yeah so the, all of that added together I I got a bit annoyed but it's okay yeah <laughs> it's fine. like I think I I think what you said about like him like not having that energy it it was kind of very very reminiscent of like yeah like towards the end of last year wasn't it and like in all of his other matches like throughout that event like he'd uh, we'd been seeing him a bit more like come on like you know getting like really kind of like you know frustrated with himself and you know which sounds odd to say like you know like we're happy to see him get frustrated with himself but like that is Andy Murray like Andy Murray's always kind yep. of like gets frustrated with himself on the court and gets annoyed with himself because he thinks he can do better than that but um yeah in this final he was, he was kind of like a little bit kind of um I almost wondered if he was like injured or, or something like that and I was worried about him <laughs> because mm-hmm. of that but um, I mean, I, I guess, I guess we need to give credit to his opponent, right? <laughs> I suppose. I guess. Who you have yeah, met, Peter. You, you've met him, Last right, Peter? Week. You've met him. Yeah. So um, he's oh, been on the Challenger week. Tour for quite a while, and I think he's just going to stay there. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. uh, I've okay. met him in 2014, I believe, at the Irving Tennis Classic. Um, and I was the DJ there, so that was awesome um, from 2014 okay. nice. to until they moved to Phoenix, um, I believe, in 2018. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's a nice guy, um, but he posted on Twitter. Um, he uh, is looking just uh, whatever. Um, and he says that feeling when you said uh, before the tournament, Andy Murray got lucky that he's not in my part of the draw. And now you actually have to answer for your words. 
Um, and then afterwards, didn't he say, like, I told you so? Um, and he's, like, sleeping with a trophy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that and bothered And hashtag me. I beat Murray. That, that's really yeah. annoying. Yeah. Like, uh, that's not the way you react. I mean, there's a lot. I will, I will let slide a lot of winning reactions. Yeah. But that's kind of too much. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I almost yeah. kind of, like... Uh, like I want, I want to be careful here. Or people who who are listening to this are w- will rightfully call me out because like I, I I quite like it when like Nick Kyrgios like says stuff and like controversial stuff and like says stuff about his opponents and stuff, even when he's being a bit of a douche. Like, but like you know, I'm biased. We're on an Andy Murray podcast and I'm a big Andy Murray fan. So yeah, like I'm gonna say like I hated seeing it because I just like. I was like, dude, you've just, like, beaten somebody who's coming back from, like, a really, like, intense injury and stuff like that. And, like, you know, he... I I, I don't know. It was almost a sense of, like, you know, he didn't even, like, you know, like, say well played or anything like that in those Instagram posts or tweets or or anything. So, I don't know. It just felt a little bit... A little bit like, uh, you know, a bad winner, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's like it's like he didn't have that much respect for Andy. For sure, exactly, and for that's sure. why yeah. I got a little salty. Yeah, and I'm not taking back my words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. A, yeah, it, and I'm actually glad to be honest. It will give Andy, like Andy, I'm sure Andy knows about it, and it will give him motivation <laughs> if he ever that's true. faces Marchenko again. <laughs> like Marchenko, better prepare for that. <laughs> yeah, for that to happen, if that does happen. Marchenko, if you're if you're listening to this, <laughs> you better watch out. Get yeah. ready. <laughs> yeah, Marchenko, if, if if you're hearing us now, then you you, you best well prepare yourself. I I think some people point and out though that he like, didn't. No, sorry, Rash, me on you go. Didn't he like? No, yeah. Didn't he like? Uh, as soon as he won, like he got handed the trophy, he literally tweeted, "Subscribe to my YouTube channel." I was like, "Dude, what are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> literally, he was probably on the stage. He was probably on this on the podium or whatever, having the trophy in his hand, and he tweeted like, "Subscribe to my YouTube channel," and then he pinned the tweet. And I was like, "Dude, what? Yeah. This is all just a promo for your YouTube channel." Just, I think. Part of it was to get attention. Part of the dissing Andy thing was to get attention for his YouTube channel, I think. It was, like, to get a bit of promo. For sure. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I think... Um, which I don't I don't blame him for that, but I think the way he did it was just out of order. Yeah. Like, I, I, think, I think also, like, did he not, like, yeah, was he not saying, like, to the pre- press earlier in the week that, like, Andy was getting, like, favourable, like treatment by tournament directors i think that's what he was saying like to the press and to journalists yeah which mm. like i don't know i, th- I think like i've chatted to a few people about this and a few people were like uh like marchenko's always been a little bit like a kind of like he's always been a little bit controversial and a lot always like you know like saying a lot like get, get like needles his opponents a little bit and stuff like that which you know i'm all for but like you know and i guess he's there he sees he sees the treatment that andy gets so like if if, if that's valid then I guess like it should be looked into and it shouldn't happen like that but i don't know andy's a andy's a two-time wimbledon champion all right <laughs> he deserves yeah. Yeah. show him some respect yeah exactly mm-hmm. like maybe maybe you can post that after you went to wimbledon yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly well, yeah for sure then you can tell people to subscribe to your youtube channel <laughs> <laughs> like that, that that's what the annoying thing is though like is is that he actually just played really well the name like yeah like marchenko mm-hmm. just played really well in that final like he just like ripped andy apart really <laughs> like with some of the winners he was in i was just like 
Jeez Louise, mm. <laughs> this is rough. <laughs> I was like, yeah. did, did you really need to bring this form in a final against Annie? Like, God damn. But um, I mean, like, I, I suppose it was good to see, like, because it kind of like represents like a kind of uh, like it, it shows also like, you know, like players outside the top hundred. A lot of people don't like watch players outside the top mm. hundred that much and think that they're like, you know, they're, that they're not that great. But like, goes to show you, like, these guys can play like really, really good tennis, you know. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, it was mm. it was a shame. It was a shame. The result was a shame, but. Um, but yeah, and then he tried to, uh, and then we thought he was going to enter the Biela Two event, right? Like, did you guys think he would enter that or no? Yeah. What were your thoughts? So I, I kind of, I, I was the only person on Twitter that thought he wouldn't. I don't know. Everybody was saying, oh yeah, he's going to enter Biela Two. I was so hyped for it. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, no, he's not. He's not going to want to. He's just lost a final there. He's he wants yeah. to get back on tour. He wants to play with like his people that he's known for years he doesn't want to play with marchenko <laughs> he doesn't want to do that because i could understand to, that he he <laughs> wants to get points he wants to get his ranking up playing yeah. on the challenger when he can get wild cards in main tor- main tournaments he will want to do that, that that's yeah. pretty like self-expansion i don't know i don't know why people thought he would play bl2 honestly yeah. i knew he i wouldn't. think he went to um I think he went to Biela one and he accomplished what he wanted to do. He just wanted to get matches and now he's more comfortable exactly. playing matches. So, I mean, he doesn't, he has no more work to do there. He did what he wanted. Mm. So now he's going to go exactly. um, yeah. work his work to the main tour. For sure. hundred percent. Yeah. So I think, I think if, if he would have played Biela two, he would have been more tired for Montpellier. Then that would have been fireballed into Rotterdam. Then he, he wants to like save energy for big ATP events like Rotterdam coming up, Montpellier, um, and his draw of Montpellier is rough, but um, I think it will be, which we will mention soon on, on the podcast, but like, uh, I think it will be good to, for him to play top players again, get that match practice in yeah. with those people as well. Yeah, like I, I, I suppose that I suppose it was just like I, I thought he would I thought I guess I thought he would play like Bielto just because he was there, you know, like I, I guess like and I just thought like mm. he'd he'd fancy it. Like but I guess he, he might have played it had he like lost first round or something like that of BL one, like or BL two, he, he would have probably been like, Well, like I'll just play because yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm just looking for matches mm-hmm. but I guess maybe because he got to a final and he was like, well, you know, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, you know, I, I, I found my level. Okay, I didn't perform in the final as well as I feel like I could, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of there. So, um, yeah, I, I guess he thought that his level was kind of good enough to, to make a go of it. Yeah. In, on the main tour. So, yeah, I guess we'll. That makes sense. I yeah. just wanted to see more match play from him before Montpellier. Yeah, I, I, I kind of wanted to, mm. see, yeah, I wanted to see kind of more of his form, I guess, like. Um, because because I guess it was kind of hard to judge his form based on like that final. You know what I mean? Like because yeah. because he played so well the entire tournament, um or or you know he played he played a decent standard right the, the entire tournament and then he got to the final and like I I don't know if you can really judge too much based on that that, that final result just because yeah I feel like he just wasn't feeling it that day <laughs> like against Marchenko so mm. um yeah I I think I feel similarly to Peter I would have I would have liked to have seen. I don't know, maybe another match or two, just to just to kind of see see how he was feeling. Mm. But we'll see, I guess, <laughs> going into next week. Um, yeah, where he. Yeah. Should we talk about that now? Should we talk about Montpellier? Yeah, uh, we could. Yeah. yeah. So he has got a pretty rough draw. So yeah. He's got Gerasimov in the first round, who himself is a tough opponent, mm-hmm. and 
If he somehow wins that match, he'll play either Yannick Sinner or Aliash Bedini in the second round. And if that, could be. that that is going to be if Sinner and Andy get <laughs> both win their opening round, it's going to be a corker of a match. It's going to be insane. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I do think Andy has extra motivation when it, when it comes to playing younger players. Like oh, yeah. he has played well, yeah. pretty well yeah. against younger players. Apart mm-hmm. from Felix and Alex Demonor, he's beaten them all that he's played since his comeback. Mm-hmm. So um, like he beats Zverev like from Zverev was serving for the match. Andy came back and won it. Yeah. He beat uh, Humbert on his title run in Antwerp. He beat Humbert in the mm-hmm. semis. Tiafo, I don't remember. I think it was in one of the American summer events. Cincy. Cincinnati, Tiafo. I think. Yeah. yeah, Cincy, yeah. 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 So he's played younger guys before. Uh, he will fancy his chances against Yannick Sinner, who is tired, coming from Australia, jet lagged, whatever. Like he's. Um, but Yannick Sinner did lose early in Australia, he so he's probably had time to recover. Well, hopefully um, he's from... still jet lagged. Let's give him <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of felt, I kind of felt like you know, uh, a, a lot of, a lot of us on tennis Twitter, me included, were like, oh my gosh, yeah, Yannick, that would be really, really good. Like that, 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 that would like really fire him up. But like, like who's his, who's his round one opponent? Because I realize that's not his round one opponent. Jurasimov. Jurasimov, right? So like, oh, okay. I, I've not seen Jurasimov play too much. Like, are we thinking a win there, or what are we thinking? Like. I would hope check. for a win. Um, he um, played Aslan uh, Kretsov in the Australian Open uh, first round, oh, okay. um, and he, he got oh. beat. Um, and I believe he got even a bagel. He got bageled. Um, but we can talk about Aslan uh, a little bit later on. Yeah, we will. Um, but I don't think yeah. that he's going to be competition for Andy. I hope yeah. not. Really interesting. I hope, yeah. I hope not. <laughs> Um, yeah, did, did, um, did, did you watch him play, Peter? Did you watch him play that match against Aslan? I watched a little bit of that match, okay. and uh, I watched a little bit of Aslan uh, defeating Diego, um, okay. and then I didn't watch Aslan's uh, rest of the tournament up to his semifinals. <laughs> so Peter, Peter so. will be jumping in with all the analysis and reviews of the Australian Open later on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think that he'll be fine. Yeah. I'm worried about Yannick, of course. Yeah. Um, and then mm. uh, I, I don't know. I'm not gonna beyond just if, like if a lot of Andy players beats... do not look too further yeah. into the draw. I mean, after yeah. Hugo, if Andy somehow beats Yannick uh, Center, it'll be it'll be her catch in the in the quarters, I think. Yeah. So, oh, oh, wow. He's fun. not gonna get a break. So it's like Andy's clone against him. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Wait, so. Wait, is Yannick playing? Some, who's Yannick playing in the first round? Aliash Bedene. No, I mean, oh, okay. yeah. to be honest, that's a that's a tough first round for Yannick. To be honest, like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Bedene is a good player, you know. Um, and you know, if that happened, you know, if Andy managed to win his first round match, manages to win his first round match, I wouldn't say no to a Bedene and uh, Murray. <laughs> so that'd be quite fun <laughs> as well, you know. Um, that could be enjoyable. So. Yeah. Um, and I believe yeah. they've played like once or twice I before. I think it's once, yeah. Um, I think it's once. Yeah, once. There's a bit okay. of history there as well, isn't there? Um, yeah. With Bedene playing for Britain before. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think I think yeah. they know each other quite well. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like who who else is in this draw for Montpellier? Who like? So we've got. Uh, 
Oh, some two two French players making a comeback. So Luc Apuis is there. Ooh, um, for a while. I don't have the draw in front of me. Luc Apuis and Joe Wilfred Songa is there, and he's playing Sebastian Corda in the first round, which I thought was a rough rough draw for Songa. Yeah, that's um, that's hard. Yeah, so they're both because in the bottom Korda, half. Oh, oh you, yeah. Yeah. Are that's. They, do you have the draw? Yeah, I have the draw. Um, so uh, yeah. Goffin is anchoring the bottom half. And then, uh, as I was uh, just about to say, Pui is against uh, Bonzi, Benjamin. I'm so sorry. Benjamin Bonzi, wild him, card. Uh, yeah, play before. He's got the wild card. And like you just said, Sanga against Korda. Um, and Lorenzo uh, Sonego uh, versus Gaston. That's going to be a good match. Well, that's going to be a um, big match. That'll be a fire yeah. match. So, Hugo Gaston. Yeah. Andy's bottom half, it's looking... It's a pretty deep draw, deep bench. Yeah. What um, mm. what do you guys think would be a good result for Andy this week? A second round loss to Yannick Center? Is that what? No. Would that be good? <laughs> would, I would be happy. Uh, would that be good? Like, I yeah. would hope at least for the okay quarterfinals. You you would lose him in the quarterfinals. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yes. Okay. Wow. That's... I'm I'm prepared um... for him to lose to Center. I I don't like. I think it's it's good. I think he should get. Uh, even if he does lose that, it's fine. I think he'll get experience playing a top player. Yeah. He needs that. Montpellier isn't, like, the end of the world. If no. he loses second no. round, it's fine. He's got bigger tournaments coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm yeah. not going to read too much into it if he ends up losing to center. If he beats center, which I think he might, if he might have a good chance. If he does, I'll be, like, elated. Yeah. But I won't take it too roughly. because Partly because I like center. I think he's great. And... I felt bad for him in in the Australian Open, like getting Shapovalov in the first round. I felt really bad for him, so um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind uh, if it were if Andy were to lose to anyone, I'd be happy for him to, to lose to Yannick Sinner. Yeah, Sinner yeah. is a nice yeah. kid, but I want to have Andy bulldoze over him. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, one thing I'm hoping Good. for with like a potential Murray Sinner match is that at least Andy like he shows. Um, Yannick Sinner, what, like what he can do, and even if he loses, exactly. Yeah. I don't want to see like a more subdued Andy Murray. I want to see like a more fiery, like motivated Andy Murray. That's yeah, what I'm, I'm, that's what yeah. I'm looking for. I, I'm I'm very much on that level as well. Like I I I really don't want to see it be a kind of uh, like, and I know and I know he lost to Felix um at the at the U.S. Open, and that was after a rough like five set match like in the first round, but. Um, for for me that match was so mm. hard because like Felix is like a young up and comer you know and like he 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 comes along and like he plays an Andy Murray who is not at his best and was tired and was like you know like still coming back and stuff so I re- I really want to see Andy I I like seeing Andy play these young guys and like but only when Andy yeah. can like you know play some of his best tennis you know at least at least some of it um mm. and kind of yeah yeah demonstrate to these young guys that stuff at the top <laughs> you know it's hard at the top um yeah so yeah i hope for uh yeah i'm very much the same i, I i'd like to see andy at least get a set from center um if not two which would be great but um mm. shall 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 we, shall we, shall we round up Montpellier with a prediction for Andy then? And do you guys want to make a prediction for how far he gets? Like, let's do it. Like, let, like, what do we reckon, Peter? Um, I'm hoping he gets past uh, uh, Hercotch. Eh, uh. Oh, you think right? Ooh. So, so yeah. you, 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 that would, that I, would be I a would like to see that matchup at least. Okay. 
that's that's a mm-hmm. that, that's a big prediction to be honest. <laughs> that's a big prediction. Like, yeah, he mm-hmm. would need to get past Harkatch and Center and his first round as well. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Rashmi, what do you reckon? So, um, well, let me check the draw again. I think that Sinner will win the tournament. That's my prediction. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I think either it's going to be Sinner or going to be Humbert. One of those two will win the tournament. Um, Oh, Humbert. So, unfortunately, that means I think think Sinner will beat Andy. Um, Yeah, but I think it will be close. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. Mm. But I'm just Uh predict. I'm just, so I don't jinx it, I'm predicting that. I think Sinner will win the tournament. Um, And I'm, I'm very biased towards Sinner. I love Sinner. I think he deserves it after what the kind of, the flack that he got for losing round one in yeah. Australia, uh, yeah. I think he deserves it. And yeah, I'd be because it's only Montpellier. I don't think Andy would be too disappointed if he lost to Sinner, no. someone as good as Sinner in three tight sets. If it were to happen, yeah, I wouldn't be too. I don't think Andy would be too disheartened by that. So I think Sinner will beat Andy. That's my prediction. And Sinner will go on to win the tournament, which I think will be good for Andy. Andy will be glad if that happens. That he loses to the Sinner ends up winning the whole thing. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Nari, what's your call? Uh, I'm going to say, okay, so if Sinner somehow loses in the first round, like maybe he's tired, then I would say that Andy would then lose to her catch in the third round. <laughs> like he would beat Bedanay. But then mm. um, if Sinner does have to play Andy, then Andy would lose, and I would think it would be pretty close, like a pretty close match. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Like I think, I I I think I'd agree. Like I think I think he's losing to Sinner um in the second round. Uh. What what would be really bad? I just wanted to win his first match like that. Like none yeah. of none of us are predicting a first round loss yeah. for him. Um, <laughs> which, yeah. No, I think we you should get through that. that into existence. Like we we all have faith that he's gonna win that first round match. He did not, in fact, win that first round match. So, mm-hmm. um, like, if if he wins, he wins a tour level match again. I'm happy to see that. That's, you know, I I guess mm-hmm. it kind of shows like the stage that we're at at the moment. We just want like a you know a win or two at like each event at the moment, like just to get him like yeah. get him playing again. You know, get and, him up the rankings. Yeah, I, I'm kind of yeah. worried. I'll be worried if he plays maybe his first two or three events and he's losing in the first round of all of them like at that point i'm like yeah. oh god <laughs> this is not going well um, i'm sure he'll be worried if that happens yeah yeah well. i think yeah. he will be i think he will be but let's let's talk I, about that on a later episode of my musings if it happens <laughs> please don't like that yeah um this could be a good segue into the tournament after that which is like oh yes. insane rotterdam yes. insane lineup i've got it here oh, it's like goodness. so you all the players we were just <laughs> Rotter Slam, yeah, Rotter Slam. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, so the Rotter Slam is happening, mm. and it's literally all the players we just mentioned. Hurt Catch is there, Sinner is there, Andy's there. So I'll read out like quickly. I've got the list here of everyone playing. Everyone's favorite players are going to be there. It's going to be like a whole slam. It's like insane lineup. So we've got Nadal, Medvedev, Sitsipas, Zverev got a wild card. Rublev, Berrettini, Monfils, Shapovalov, Bautista Agut, Raonic, Goffin, Wawrinka, Oja Aliassim, Khachanov, Dimonor, Chorich, Evans, Lajovic, Rude, Hurkacz, Fritz, Yannick Sinner got a wild card, Krajinovic, Humbert, Sonigo, 
Nishikori and Andy both got wild cards. So that's the lineup for Rotterdam. It's gonna be that's insanity. It's gonna wow. be insane round ones, insane round twos. It's just gonna be crazy. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> brutal. Yeah, yeah any I feel bad for everybody in that draw. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I, I guess like the only kind of silver lining like is obviously like the quality of opposition that hopefully Andy will get to play against. Um, mm-hmm. can only be a good thing for him. Um, and I guess also like. Andy would know the draw, right? Before requesting a wild card, right? Like, he yeah. he knows what he's getting into, right? So, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not quite sure how wild cards work or how how far in advance you need to apply for them. But, like, yeah, I guess, I guess he knows what he's signing up for, right? So, I, I, you know, I would hope that he, you know, he's excited for that, like, at least. Yeah. But, yeah. Hopefully this is all part of the plan. For sure, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So, but I guess is there a chance then that he gets like Nadal in the first round? Like, yeah, <laughs> oh but I God. do think I do think Nadal. I do. I don't know why I think this, but I think Nadal will withdraw. I think oh, he's think? like, um, I think Nadal will want a bit of rest after Australia. He's had that injury um, in Australia. I don't know, but if he does play, I mean, I'll be surprised if Nadal plays Rotterdam. To be honest. Yeah, um, is that not like the first I time in like years that he has played? From, like, is that not like? I don't know. Like, it's like the first time in years I think that like Nadal has played Rotterdam or has even signed up for it. Yeah. Like, don't think it's a I common think thing. Nadal has entered Rotterdam like every year. I don't know how many like, and he's like always withdrawn. Always withdrawn. So, oh really? I, I don't wow. know if that's correct, but yeah. I think that's and right. It's happening in eight days. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you may be right, Rashmi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if if Nadal does play and we get a Nadal Murray, I'll be like, I'll be, in, I don't know what I'll think. I, I think I'd feel really pumped for that. To be honest, I would love that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. When's the last time they played each other? Oh, when was that? When did thing? they first play each other? Oh, off the top of your head. Nobody look it up. Off the top of your head. Off the top of your head. Okay. 2016. Uh, yeah. Uh... No. I think it's Madrid 2015. Fifth, 2015 Madrid when Andy Whoa. beat him in the final. Was that the yeah. last time they Six played? Six years ago. Oh my gosh. Six years that ago. That is nuts. That was That's an iconic crazy. tournament. <laughs> but is that not insane? Like, six years. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I may be wrong, but I don't remember I any could, other. I could look it up now. Let's yeah, see. let's yeah, look so it up. Let's look confirm it up. that. Now I'm really curious. I'm really this is curious. when they're like, we they, they played in like 2017. <laughs> no, but I think the you're probably right. 2016, Madrid. Oh, 2016. Of course, yes. 20, so... So they played 2016 in the semis, That's and they right. beat Rafa in the semis, 7-5-6-4. They okay. played before that, 2016 Monte Carlo, That's uh, right. Rafa beat Andy in the semis again yeah. in the three sets. Yeah. They played 2015 ATP finals, round robin, Rafa beat Andy 6-4, 6-1. And before that, that was like the fourth last match they played, was Madrid 2015 Andy beating... Rafa 6-3-6-2 in the final. That's right. So yeah, they well, played got the three matches right. after. It's been a while. <laughs> three matches after that. <laughs> yeah. But 2016 around that's what I meant. Madrid. Yeah. 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 Like. You're I, close. One year behind, but you were close. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's inevitably going to happen at some point, right? That he's going to get one of these really top guys, like our early round. Mm. Um, so, mm. you know, yeah. I guess I guess give it to us there, like in Montpellier, rather than in a Grand Slam, but like. 
<laughs> don't don't give us Djokovic in the first round of Wimbledon or something. Don't do this to us. Oh God. Uh, it would be too much. Oh, it would be too much. It would be too much. But um, but yeah, with Montpellier with a draw like that, like I I hope he wins a good few. Sorry, not Montpellier. A draw like that in Rotterdam. Like I. I'd be happy. I'm happy just to see Andy turn up and play in that one. I don't really expect him to go mm. far with that. Like, yeah. let's be honest. Like, um, like he. I I guess if he somehow goes really far in Montpellier, he might not play that. He might not play Rotterdam. He might take a break. But like. Yeah. True. He. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. But like, I want him to at least get a few wins in Montpellier and Rotterdam can you know. Rotterdam can be Rotterdam. We'll get there. We'll see. Like it's an amazing draw. Yeah. But... Who Who do you guys think will eventually win Rotterdam? Oh. oh, that's a tough. Qu- it could be anybody. There's, there's so, so many, many people. people. That, yeah. yeah, could win. I could, I could see a sinner. I could see a sinner there too. To be honest, like, um, I could see him winning that. Um, Nadal sinner again? Would... Oh, you think? Yeah, sinner... I could see it. Yeah, there's always Rafa. Mm-hmm. If Rafa doesn't pull out, I think he definitely. Yeah. Ra- Rafa is Rublev playing right? You said. Yeah, Rublev. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that who you're picking? I'm picking him to win it. Yeah. <laughs> I I'll let me let me actually post on the chat the names. I'll show you guys. You can okay. pick, take your pick from here. Oh Nishikori! Oh, I love Nishikori. I hope he does well. I hope he does well because he's he's on a comeback. These are as well, all the, the names. He's on a it's comeback. It's on the, on the Discord chat. Yeah. Yeah. Let's pick Rublev. We're all rooting for him. Okay. There's like so many names. Gale. Gale's back. That's good to see. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, not too optimistic to about Gale, to be honest. Yeah. I was really sad that he lost. I was devastated for him. His reaction, his reaction yeah. in the press yeah. conference after was rough. Like, I couldn't watch it because I knew that if I watched it, I would just get even worse. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. You know, you know who I'm picking to win Rotterdam? I think Raonic. That's my pick. Raonic, really? Yeah. That's an interesting pick. He... Yeah, okay. just out there. Yeah. I don't know. I think Ranich's serve will work well indoors. I think. Um, he did have should... a good hard court summer. He, did yeah. He, did did he not take he, like a set or two off Djokovic? Like he did that, didn't he? Like I don't know. He took one. He took. He won. He won six one the yeah. first set against Djokovic right. in the Cincinnati. Did he? Final. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. He did. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it's a good pick. I it's think... a good pick. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Okay. I definitely remember that happened because I was so excited, only for my hope to get crushed in the next two sets. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Djokovic. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. With with this draw, it's a tough one. Uh, Chorich could go well. I'm not really a fan of Chorich. I'll whisper that Chorich, if you're listening. I love you, but I'm not, not not really a fan of your tennis. Uh, but he might go far. To be honest, he's 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 good. He's he's was he not in good form? I think I feel like he was in good form too. Any of these guys, honestly, it's like a pick me from like the top guys. Ravrinka's yeah. there. He might do well hardcore. Crazy, mm-hmm. crazy draw. I, I think Felix could surprise final, anyone. Two, yeah. Two years ago, it was a Gael and Stan final. And that was yeah. Really cool. Oh yeah, I do remember that. I do remember so that. Long. That was a Wait, Gale won that, didn't he? Guys, uh, we're all sleeping yeah, on Berrettini. Yeah, we're all good. sleeping on Berrettini, yeah. by the way. Like Berrettini might win this. Like, like yeah, oh, oh, yeah, he's oh, Berrettini. Uh, he did great. I always forget about Berrettini. Yeah, so do I. Like a great, great talent, but like, yeah, I always totally blank at him. <laughs> but yeah, he he might well win this, to be honest. Like, honestly, anyone in the draw, 
like could win this. Medvedev obviously could win it. Like <laughs> easily. Sitsipas could easily take that. Like some of these guys, ridiculous. Mm. Ridiculous draw. But obviously, all of us, obviously, like we're all backing Andy. Andy can win this. Like if he yeah, I tell you, if Andy Murray wins this, like wins this tournament, wins uh like Rotterdam, like it, that would be that would be up there with his Wimbledon wins. <laughs> Let's be honest with a draw like that, mm-hmm. like at the point that he's at in his career. True. That's crazy. Definitely. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy times. Crazy times. And I think he is at a kind of advantage because he didn't go to Australia. He's more rejuvenated. Yeah, that's true. Um, he's more in the time zone. These guys have like traveled across the world. They're yeah. like a bit fatigued after the slam, and he's not played a slam, so it's like he has a bit of a mental advantage, a bit of a physical advantage. So. Mm could be interesting it could be interesting yeah it'll be fun but i think maybe the younger guys will be more motivated like guys like rublev guys like berrettini guys like shapovalov they'll be motivated in this tournament to to go far guys like felix yeah yeah it's like that kind of like next gen kind of like lot of guys are kind of like Mm -hmm. you know i think yeah making their way up isn't it so like yeah yeah you're right they'll want to mm. b- because none of them really made it to like the latter latter stages of australia they'll all kind of want to perform really well at a tournament that requires slightly mm-hmm. less of them like a best of three sets and stuff so yeah it'll be it'll be competitive competitive event uh i'll i mean i'll i'll just put i'll just put the name in uh, i'll just i'll i'll take i'll take uh i'll take berrettini for that event that's who i'm picking to win that that's who i'm gonna go with nice Mm-hmm. I'd pick a uh, Pass. Pass. Oh, interesting. Rashmi? Yeah. Nara, who are you going with? Oh, Nara, Nara you first. Oh, I was Nari. going with Ranich. Um, oh, you're going Ranich. Okay. Yeah, Ranich. Okay, well, I'm going to say either Rublev. Um, oh, or yes. Probably, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say Rublev. That's yeah. what yes. I think this tournament. That's fair. That's my guy. Yeah, That's I can my see guy. That. I can see that. <laughs> Okay, well... Oh, he's got already got... Rublev has already got two 500s, hasn't he? So it's like, this would be his third, which is insane. It would be. Third. Yeah. That would be a crazy I really want Rublev to get, like, a level above 500, though. I want him to get Masters. I want him to get something above a 500 to prove to people that he can can go above 500s. Because people are like, oh, he's only won 500s. He's not reached a semi of a slam. I think this year he needs to go that step further go go get that semi get the masters so yeah i think if he wins Rotterdam in this crazy draw it would be like equivalent to a masters i think so yeah. i think he can do it this year yeah mm-hmm. yeah well do you want to move on <laughs> yeah so i guess so i guess like so we'll we'll obviously in our next few episodes we'll uh we'll we'll summarize we'll we'll check in with andy and see how he did in those events uh so we'll just say good luck to andy hi there editing scott cutting in here again to say that that is the end of this episode of murray musings the reason I've jumped in here uh, quickly is uh, because we have uh, we we inadvertently recorded a two-parter because we do go on to discuss the Australian Open draw um, for uh, in in quite a significant detail 
um, which uh, but we ended up recording for like two hours, which would make a rather ridiculously long episode of Murray Musings. So we've decided to split the episode in half. So yeah, we hope that you've enjoyed listening to us covering Andy's next few tournaments. Uh, we'll all hopefully have a better result than Montpellier did for us this week. Um, and uh, and yeah, thank you very much for listening in again, guys. And uh, yeah, we ho- we hope that you enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Thank you.